rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am your little helper, Jesse. <laughs> You're my little helper? Yeah. That's cute. I help, don't All I? Right. You do you tell, help, me, I mean, tell me I'm not helpful. Dude, you're fucking helpful. I mean, God, we have it's like every podcast. Christmas. It needs to go negative. Dude, I don't. Are you saying I'm a Debbie Downer on Christmas? Everyone. What it's kind of Christmas special is starting Matt. out as, dude? Stressful Whoa. time. Merry Christmas. Man, somebody's been having a hard time shopping for their gifts. All right. <laughs> I'm getting them all delivered. <laughs> oh, Amazon Prime, baby. Saves no, the Santa. day every year. I'm relying oh, on Santa. Santa. You're relying on. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's going to be a fun Christmas. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting Christmas. You might want to roll on that for, those, for our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. Happy holiday out there. Whatever you're celebrating, hey, we're hoping you're having a good one. Definitely. What are? Uh, let's tell them what we're doing. What are we up to for Christmas, Matt? What are? Where are you off to? I'm going down to visit my parents. My parents moved to uh, Alabama, like on the edge of like Alabama and Florida down there and uh, to retire. And uh, so I haven't seen them since they moved on. I'm going to go down there and see what they're up to, you know, have a family Christmas for the first time in like a couple of years. I haven't seen them in a while, so it'll be a lot of fun. New place, uh, some nice meetups with the family. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're uh, getting away as well, too, right? Yep. Leaving California, flying back to cold, cold New York. Ah. Man, I'm escaping the cold and you're coming here. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I'm going to see, see the family for the first time in a while on the holidays. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. I'll bounce between two houses and, well, three, including my girlfriend's family. So rented a car, flying into Newark and all that. So it's, it's going to be good. I'm going to enjoy going home. Traveling is always a little stressful, though. Oh, dude, I hate traveling. And like, I'm not looking forward to it because I... I don't think I've ever traveled during Christmas, so like that's gonna be a whole new crazy. Makes some. You're always worried something's gonna go wrong, dude. Like they're gonna fucking lose my shit, or somebody's gonna act a fool on or the plane. The car, I don't know. The car rental will be given away or something. Who knows, <sighs> dude? Who knows, man? Well, hopefully uh, everybody out there has a smooth Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, maybe you're listening to this on Christmas. I was gonna say released on Christmas. Maybe this yeah. is our, our present to you. Yeah, regardless, whatever you're listening to it, this is a Christmas present, you know? Even if you're listening <laughs> to this in July, guess what? It's Christmas in July, like QVC, bitch. What's up? And we'll have a, what, what'll feel like a brand new squeaky show for you in 2020. Ooh. Yeah, we got a lot of coming, and uh, we're really proud of what we've been working on. We're going to have all kinds of things. We're like a kid with like something that we want mom to put on the fucking fridge with a yep. magnet. That's how legit the new podcast yeah, it might be outside the lines a little bit, but really, you, you all know I'm overselling you it. it. 
I'm overselling it. All right. No, fine. well, no, I was going to say it might be outside the lines, but you know, as the parent and supporter, that that you love this little work of art. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As a listener, I mean, well, we, we haven't heard any negative. So, I mean, if there's negative, talk to us and we'll definitely scream at you and yell at you and or ignore you so why does it always go back to the negative oh my god i guess god I am. Damn i'm it. the debbie i'm gonna debbie down it in christmas dude isn't this where you fuck up your intro to the weed news yeah this is but uh this time around <laughs> whenever we talk about our weird news we get into a little bit of weed news Weed news. damn you nailed it i did uh, nice. So we're taking uh, a, a broad, thank you, a broad uh, look at cannabis in uh, 2020. I'm making some predictions here. Call me a soothsayer, if you will, because uh, I'm looking at multiple states and their potential changes that are going to happen uh, according according to this Forbes article and some research that I've done outside of it, obviously. Nice. So first first one I want to highlight is Vermont. Vermont could become the second state, along with Illinois, to uh, pass le- legalization through legislator to tax cannabis like alcohol. So this, when I say it's going to be passed by legislator, that means it's not going on a ballot or anything. This would be done by the representatives in the state um, government. So if Vermont was able to do that, it's going to push through... Uh, other states to be able to along with new mexico who could potentially in 2020 be looking to do some sort of adult legalization in their state i find it funny that new mexico i don't know for some reason maybe it's just like my opinion but that they're later in the game i feel like they should have been closer you know with the california and whatnot um for me like i feel like it's a wild state you know, like they, they have a huge drug population. I mean, I feel like it would be a great alternative to have marijuana legal and perhaps like take people off of harder drugs, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the, the governor uh, of New Mexico, <clears throat> Michelle Grisham, is a supporter of legalization and established a cannabis working group that's been putting in a bunch of legwork to try try and get, you know, uh, legalization passed in New Mexico by by some way through the legislation. So we could see it in 2020. It's one another one to keep an eye on. Uh, mm-hmm. The last one in terms of legislation that we could look at that you're going to be happy about, Matt, is New York. They got mm-hmm. close to doing it in 2019, but the mm-hmm. bill, I guess, uh, was disagreed on by the governor and mm-hmm. it was disagreed on in terms of taxation and equity. So there might just be it might just be a matter of making some of those changes in 2020. Yeah, which hopefully, I mean, it's overdue. New York is like California. We we smoke so much weed, we need it. Mm-hmm. We need it. We're tired of having to deal with the black market. Give us legal or, weed. Or, or drive to Massachusetts. Wait. Or the cops fucking giving you tickets, even that it's decriminalized now. I mean, I could still get a couple hundred dollar ticket easily for having oh, weed easily. on me. Easily. You know, which is still, I mean... Yeah, it's a little better, but it's still quite a nuisance. And, you know, if Illinois, Vermont, and New Mexico all do it, there's a good chance that you could see a lot of those frameworks used in New York because they're already looking at states that have done it. So the more states that do it, mm. more likely it is that you'll you'll see a bigger state like New York go mm, through. Fold. Fold over. So there's, there's a couple more to mention. Connecticut is kind of kind of keep your eye on them. Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, 
those all have people supporting it within their government, but have faced kind of an uphill battle so far. So that might be a little further down the line for those states. I also mm -hmm. want to mention uh, cannabis at the ballot box. So these are states that will end up seeing or might end up seeing cannabis as like a yes, no on their November election ballot. First mm. one's New Jersey. The legislators have drafted a ballot initiative, which normally a ballot initiative is uh, you have citizens who like form a coalition, they get a certain amount of signatures, turn the signatures in, and then that question goes on the ballot in uh, November. This time around in New Jersey, it's actually legislators that have drafted this ballot and they didn't need to get signatures since they are legislators and it goes straight to the New Jersey ballot in November 2020. So New Jersey could very easily pass some uh, adult legalization yeah, man. next year. That's awesome, man. Weed progress, people. Weed fucking progress. Oh, totally. We have a couple more. Arizona uh, will be seeing an option. We'll also see an option for legalization on their November ballots of 2020. Florida has actually two competing initiatives on their ballots for November 2020. And Ohio does is one of those ones that you, we should keep an eye on. There's no initiatives yet, but they have until July 1st as opposed to January 1st to submit their signatures and get something on their ballot. So it's likely that we'll see something happen in Ohio too. Nice, man. The country, little by little, is converting, man. And it's great to see. It's It should just come at a federal level, though. I mean, That's regardless, the big obstacle. It doesn't matter how many states legalize. If the federal government's still illegal, I mean, it can reverse at any time. And it stops a lot of research having it federally illegal. So, I mean, that's the, big, that's the big step. But at least, at least the, you get these little pockets where, you know, people are dealing or where states are dealing with it in a more responsible way, I guess. Mm, yeah we'll be posting this forbes article up on our facebook page on thursday so you can read a little bit more about it and educate yourself if you live in one of these states yeah nice man check that out man i uh, went to a christmas party the other night it was an ugly sweater party and you know i don't have an ugly sweater do you uh do you have one of those like a ugly christmas sweater party hell no i only buy nice sweaters Oh, smart man. Yeah, that's the same, I guess. I uh, like the one I'm wearing right now. It's there very beautiful and maroon. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So Walmart recently came under fire. Uh, a lot of people out there might have heard. They uh, had a sweater <laughs> that slipped past anybody, you know, in management who, I mean, somebody's got to overlook lines, right? When they have a design, you know, to make sure it's okay for the public, right? You would think, yeah. Dude, well, somehow it slipped past them. There was a design on an ugly sweater for Christmas, and it had a snowman with what appeared to be a straw in his hand and three lines of cocaine on a table in front of him. Oh, shit. And a big pile of snowballs. If you were to buy it online, the description read that it featured Colombian snow, which is even more of a, like, direct hint. Like, they they weren't fucking around the artist. Eh. We know what they're illustrating at this is point. Is he a snowman or is he Santa? Because he looks like Santa. No, dude. Uh, well, um... It's a he's snowman. Got, he's got like, the little hat. It's a snowman with like a Santa like hat, I guess. I, I wasn't even looking at that. I was looking at the crusty ass frosted horror face. Oh. Um he looks like Jack Frost from like the horror series. No god. Yeah, kind of with the sharp teeth. Yeah, dude, and the fucking crazy eyes, coked out eyes, I guess now leading that you're looking at he's doing cocaine. And it says let it snow on it too. And uh I just it's hilarious that this made it past anybody's eyes. So uh, people 
got in an outrage about it. They're like, this is a fucking drug user shirt in the middle of Walmart and a friendly, <laughs> uh, family friendly area, blah, 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 blah. Shouldn't be sold. So they take it down from Walmart. And that's where genius strikes a bunch of people because there's a couple different copies and uh, one of them made the Amazon's number one bestseller list. Damn. dude! So somebody decided like, hey, I'm just going to make a print and fucking sell it. Well, of course there's a, a market for that kind of thing. Dude, and hell yeah, there was, man. A lot of people find it funny and not fucking like offensive. I mean, it's again, like I always have this like thing. If you don't like something, you don't have to interact with it at all, whether it's watch it or fucking wear it or whatever. True. You know? It does seem like something that should be in Spencer's probably more so than like Walmart, but Walmart does have like just tons of clothes. Isn't it an ugly Christmas sweater a Is novelty it ugly? item to begin with? Yes, I would say so. Yeah, dude, it's pretty ugly. Let me just share that so everybody on the video can get a, an actual visual of it. Um, <laughs> this thing is fucking ridiculous. Look at that crusty ass. He looks like a coked out sort of South Park character or something. Yeah. Yeah, he... <laughs> man, he is definitely not the normal snowman that I see in every family's front yard. Well, I see why he wants to let it snow. He's having a hell of a time with that coke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. He's having a good time that that uh I mean Krusty. We'll call him Krusty the Snowman. Krusty the Snowman. <laughs> so uh, you can actually buy this though still, right? You can actually buy this on Amazon.com. It's uh thirty one ninety nine if you're looking for a ridiculous ass sweater. Um maybe you're gaming up for next year. You wanna have a fun time, be that guy at the office party that's you know, a little risque. There you go. Dude. Get uh, get HR a meeting with you. <laughs> yeah oh yeah you're definitely gonna get a meeting with hr after wearing that <laughs> we're gonna need you to piss in this cup <laughs> hey uh jim we noticed that sweatshirt and uh we're wondering about your habits outside of work you kept sneaking off to the uh bathroom at the holiday party you're sniffling a lot jim you got a cold or maybe you're dancing with the uh devil sugar huh? try and lay low for a bit jim <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're gonna go to SantaCon in new york city Always a great time. Uh, you know, people getting drunk, dressed up as Santa Claus, and stopping crime, apparently. Whoa, Santa's the newest crime fighter, huh? Yeah, multiple Santas. On uh, December 14th, or uh, I think 15th, around then, the uh, SantaCon was held, you know, and people were loading up on the Long Island Railroad trains to get down there and start drinking. Well, they're probably already drinking. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh, you know they are. Two men started fighting on the train from Manhattan to Long Island around 6 p.m. So, yeah, they were definitely already drinking. When uh, one of them was allegedly drunk, shouting homophobic, comment, homophobic comments and wielding a knife, stabbed a 22-year-old in the leg. Oh, my God. That's way too young to be getting stabbed in the leg. Yeah. So the fight broke <laughs> out. There's actually a video. We'll probably end up posting it. Um, but it's just a short, like, 17-second clip of the scuffle kind of happening. The Santos jumped on the man, restrained him, took the knife away, and held him until the cops arrived. When he w when the cops did arrive, the man was still resisting arrest. <laughs> the 45-year-old... Uh, was confirmed uh, as the man that was accused of whipping out the knife and stabbing the other 22-year-old in the leg. So, not a fun way to spend your, your SantaCon, but thank goodness there were a bunch of Santas there to handle the situation. <laughs> I mean, how did this start again? Do we have a mention of how? No, nah, I mean, pack train. Guy, guy whips out a knife and starts yelling homophobic slurs and 
that'll happen. You know, Stabs Pac Train gets to people in different ways. Start, he starts stabbing, and they, those Santas were just meant business and just took them out. Good. Vigilant Santas are not a bad thing to have out there. Imagine there was like neighborhood watches and they were just always dressed like Santa. Right. Like it's Christmas all year, bitch. <laughs> they just carried nightsticks over like candy canes. The Santa Brigade. Oh my God, dude. We're onto something here. At least around the holidays. At least around the holidays. I mean, that, sh- that could be a special neighborhood watch activity that people take part of. What is it? The, like the guardian angels or whatever? Dude, the guardian fucking Santas, dude. Guardian Santas. Dude. Good, good thing they're riding the rails this Christmas. Dude, I'm going to start selling candy cane fucking painted uh, batons so I can get ahead of the market here. Okay. That's a way to do <laughs> yeah. it. Candy yeah, cane batons. I'm getting into it. Again, uh, I will say good on these guys for jumping in there and stopping it because normally the SantaCon crowd is the one causing the issues, not stopping them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they get a little rowdy. We've heard over the years of the Santa Cons getting a little crazy. You went to a bar crawl. You, it was not the, the Santa Con, but. No, dude, it's not a Santa Con. It's not even probably anywhere near a Santa Con, but I've gone to a Santa bar crawl and it's just like a bunch of hooligans drunk, dressed with like some got the full get up, some got a t shirt, some got just a beard and a hat, some got just a hat. But it's it's a whole lot of. It's a sea of red and <laughs> it's DM. It's loud. As long as that red is uh, cheap fabric and not blood. You might not guess this, but there's a lot of hoes in that crowd. Oh, at least three. At least three. (laughs) So be careful out there drinking. Make sure you got Mm. a Santa by your side. Dude, hell yeah, personal protection Santa. That's another idea, dude. Santa Protection Agency. Okay. Buff dudes dressed as Santa. They look like they're harmless, but... If there's trouble, you know you have a fucking gorilla waiting to bust out of a Santa out. Yeah, everyone will be nice. Santa, buff Santa. Incognito, fucking family friendly, but does the job well and efficiently. Okay, I'm down. Where do I invest? Dude, we're doing this. After the show, (laughs) we're setting this up. Man, well, what is Christmas without Christmas light displays? I mean, that's the old time thing. Yeah, you get a cup of hot cocoa, you go drive, and you see these crazy displays that people do, man. It gets out of hand. Some people, I mean, there's shows now. There's fucking TV oh, yeah. shows about Christmas lights, dude. I actually did that last night. I went and got a uh, uh, hot coffee from Starbucks and drove around the neighborhoods with my girlfriend. You, you probably live in a good area for it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You know, I'd have to, like, really think about where I would go around here. Get on Reddit for your local area and, and put it lights or christmas lights that's a good idea actually yeah 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 because it is a fun thing to do with your girlfriend you know with some friends even just you know go check out the ridiculousness yeah and man this one tops anything i've ever fucking seen out there we're going to lenexa kansas where we've got a 24 year old homeowner who recently uh put up a light display for christmas and uh i mean they didn't go crazy with the lights They didn't have a crazy show off, you know. I mean, there wasn't many lights at all, really. There was very little lighting on the house. It wasn't like one of those dubstep, like, synchronized. No, no, nothing like like that. It's got a fucking computer or two running it. No, it's nothing like that. Um, Just a couple strands, you know. They were trying to go for the classic minimalist look, I think. Okay. But uh, what shined the most was what was on their roof. And with about, like, 60 feet... Uh, of uh, lights, Christmas lights, standard Christmas lights. They had drawn out an image. What this image came out to be was a big old long schlong. Oh, really? And uh, at first, the neighborhood was like having a, a bunch of laughs. You know, one neighbor was quoted as saying, you know, I, I'm glad I wasn't driving when I saw it because I probably would have crashed my car laughing. 
you know and then after a couple days some neighbors came out and they were quite upset calling the town calling cops leading to the news showing up and uh that's when they you know actually talked to the whole neighborhood basically and the homeowner and uh the homeowner didn't even realize it was such a uh negative like they just thought they were you know having fun and maybe right. laugh as they drove by through the neighborhood so once they heard from the news lady basically uh that it, there was quite a few neighbors that were like that's inappropriate and not family friendly <laughs> they decided to take it down you know to be okay so it's not like the cops came the busting their door down ripping their lights no off. no it wasn't like a town measure where you know they had a an order to, to fucking take down you know the lights but uh Still, you know, they were being respectful, but I, yeah. I, I get a kick out of it. I mean, a big old dick on a roof is pretty funny. Yeah. I understand if you got kids, though. Me and you were talking about this. If you got kids, I mean, you know. Yeah, it makes it a difficult conversation. If you put it just like on the backside of your roof so that only planes could see it, now that's a funny move. That's a funny move. If you live in that kind of area where not everybody's going to see that, that's, right. that's pretty good. Do like bless good. the world on one side and then it just nasty, veiny, hairy cock and balls on the back side of your house. So like yeah. anyone taking off from the airport is going to get like a big look at that schlong. <laughs> anyone on the front side is going to be like, oh, that's so nice. Bless the world. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, no parent should have to explain to their kid, like, yeah, there's just people out there that fucking put dicks on the roofs, you know? Like, I mean, it's not a comfortable conversation either. It does force an awkward conversation. That's, yeah. That's for sure. I'm glad yeah. that the owner was like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll take him down. It wasn't like a big fucking Yeah, man, fight. it's cool. There's Laughs were had. Laughs were had, and I think that was the point of the art. And uh, so the art achieved its purpose. <laughs> I think that's good. That's true. Very true. Yeah. So uh, let's go to what I think is a pretty interesting story. We have an aquarium in Chattanooga, Tennessee, with an electric eel who's powering a Christmas tree. Now, they have a tank essentially hooked up to sensors and things to interpret, I guess is the best way to put it. The (laughs) shocks from the eel that then run through and power this Christmas tree. And they even have a little two minute video of the eel actually powering the tree. They put a little speaker on it as well so that you can hear sort of the when it actually shocks. And it can do different types. It can do a longer sustained one, which is kind of what it does when it's emitting larger volts around like when it's going after food and needs to sun it. Or there's, I guess, communicative, like where they're using like the zaps to communicate with other eels. So depending on how long these shocks are, it powers the tree for longer amounts of time. So it makes sort of like a strobe effect going on on this tree. It's so interesting, man. Like they're incorporating science to like use it like for the holidays to draw like a little extra like to it, you know? Right. I think it's so interesting. It's, it's a cool fucking exhibit. And uh, I think it's, it, it looks neat. The video looks fucking cool as hell. No, definitely. It says that uh, eels can emit up to 800 volts, and it only takes about 120 or 140 to power a Christmas tree. How many does it take to kill a man? Uh, You need a a tank of eels, sir. I don't know if we can hook you up with that. We're a little back-ordered on eels for Christmas, especially with everyone powering their trees now. 
or we got Google, which will tell me 42 volts is enough to kill a man. So 42 definitely pack lethal fucking damage, dude. Especially in the water. Goddamn. Dude, I'm glad we didn't go with your route because I would have taken weeks, perhaps months. <laughs> Mine took seconds, dude. This is why we're a fucking team. We we work together, dude. <laughs> I, I now I learned something. You can power a Christmas tree or kill a man with an electric eel. <laughs> your decision this Christmas. I'm saying the perfect hit. You know, an electric eel gets you off scot-free every time. Dude. It's like he was electrocuted. OJ should have used that. He wouldn't have need cock ring. Right? Oh, there I'm you just, go. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll be posting this up. I'm not sure what day. Well, uh, let's say Tuesday. And you'll be able to check out this little eel video where it's powering up a Christmas tree. Something to linger on for these holidays before we get into the new year. Nice. Yeah. Fucking, it's fucking awesome, man. I want an electric eel powering my Christmas tree out in the living room. I am pissed. But then gotta, you gotta buy a filter and a tank, and it's a whole thing. Somebody's got a guy out there. There's a guy. There's a guy for everything, you know? Got an eel guy? Man. Well, what would the holidays be without somebody having a horrendous fruitcake, right? I mean, the worst on. fucking Christmas dish there is. Why? <sighs> Just why? why? Just why, dude? I know it's it's an old tradition, but it needs to die. And I guess that's impossible when there's families like this family I'm about to talk about. We're going to Tecumseh, Michigan, where we're talking about a family who has the most unique heirloom of all time, which is a 141-year-old fruitcake. I don't know why How? they kept it. You know, yeah. I mean, I understand there's there's a story behind this. I'm going to get into it. And I get the, like, whole, you know, sentimental value of it, but it's still a little weird with food for me. I, I was going to say, with food, you don't want to usually pass that down to your descendants. Yeah, and I guess it, it kind of held up a little bit. I mean, it's still in one piece. But uh, apparently, so this goes way back to the great-great-grandmother of Julie Rutt Ruttinger, who is the uh, the person that has it right now. Okay. And uh, her, her great-great-grandmother, Fidelia Ford, baked that cake in 1878. And she had a tradition where she liked to let it sit a year before they had it. So <laughs> she would age she just, the cake a year. She, I was going to say, she'd just forget about one in the back? <laughs> like... That's how it started, probably, right? And she's like, no, no, I like to do that. Let's pull that pie out. <laughs> um, so, no refrigeration. What the fuck is going on here? What's right? in the fruitcake that is preserved pie. that way? We're going to get to some crazy shit with Jay Leno eating this pie in a second. Uh, so, 1878, bakes the pie, sits a year. She dies before they can consume the pie. It's a cake, though, right? It's not pie? Well, uh, pie cake, whatever the fuck it is. Okay. Fruit, pie, fruit cake, fruit pie. I'm I, you trying know, to get I, an image in my head. It's a fruit cake, yeah. It's one of those ugly little things with little cherries popping out, bread vibrance. It makes no sense. It looks festive. It tastes horrible. It's like carrot cake. It makes no logical sense. I like carrot uh, cake. Get out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the cake was initially preserved to honor her. They still kept on the tradition of baking a cake and letting us age for a year, you know, the whole family. So it was just kept by her son and then it just became a family heirloom over the years. And three people have actually tasted this thing. One being um, her great grandson, a uh, hundred years after it was made. And then in 2003, <laughs> um, one of the younger relatives appeared on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, where hmm. they and Jay Leno each tried a little sample of the fucking cake. How old was it at that point? Uh, 2003, so that's like, what, 100 and 
130, 120 something, late 20 something years. It's old. about 119 years older than I would try it at. I would never. I'm so finicky on old things, so I could never. Oh, they recorded the saying it tastes like thrashed uh, wheat, which I don't know what that tastes like. I don't know. Okay, like oats or something, some sort of oatmeal. Dry ass oats, dude. I'm talking like it's like oats that have been sitting in like an ashtray. I was gonna know? say there can't be any moisture left in that thing by that over the hundreds of hundred of years that it's fucking it's sitting dude. on a shelf. Yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I just uh, food, food as an heirloom. I don't think that's a smart idea. Eventually, <laughs> no. I think it's gonna be dust. But, Toss uh, it. Or bacteria cesspool, uh, you know. That's all yeah. I think about. It's all the bacteria in that thing. Oh, that fruit decomposing, dude. It probably changed Jay Leno's gut biome. That's like that's why Jay Leno's all crazy like he is today. He aged like ten years after eating this fucking cake, dude. <laughs> fucking that would do it. So throw out your fruit cake. I throw think that's out our suggestion. Fruit <laughs> throw out your fruit cake. Throw out the recipe. Throw out the whole fucking idea. Throw out grandma. Throw out grandma. It's time. You Start know? over. Yeah. It's time. Get a new grandma. I saw the most heartbreaking thing the other day. I saw a, a Reddit like a thing about a Craigslist ad, and it was a lady that was like, "If anybody needs a grandma, I'm available for free. I have nobody. I cook and I clean, and I'm a fun personality." And it was just like, "Oh my god, somebody need a grandma out there? Does someone need a grandma? Matt can hook you up. I can hook you up, dude. All right, He's got the grandma connection. I got the connection. I was talking about the. There's a guy for everything. I'm the grandma guy. All right. He's the grandma guy. Got an eel guy and a grandma guy. Well, yeah. uh, we also got a funny clip for you. This is gonna be posted up on Friday. And would you guess it? It's a holiday themed one. We're talking Woo! about everyone's favorite worst part of Christmas: Krampus. This is. Oh. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Krampus, what is Krampus? How do we define it, Matt? Um. He's the anti-Santa Claus. <laughs> He's the one that grabs the bad little children and whips the shit out of them brooms and shit. Dude, all I know is uh, <laughs> Krampus316 said, I just whipped your ass. Is that a Stone Cold quote? Because I hope it is. Because like, that's what I feel like. Krampus is like outrageously <laughs> like just attitude, like whooping everybody's ass. Doesn't give a fuck, dude. You're on the good list. Guess what? Krampus sees you. He's still going to whoop your ass. Yeah, just to keep you in line. Dude. dude. This video, when you sent it to me. It's a gang of Krampuses running down the street and we think Austria, if we had to guess. We couldn't get an exact location, but from the comments, it almost sounds like this takes place a lot in Austria. <laughs> yeah, dude, which, yeah, with the origin of Krampus, it makes sense, you know? We got a tight old street with like the cobblestone style and fucking a gang of Krampuses all with like wicker brooms fucking whipping the shit out of people. It looks like running in the bowls. You don't know what's coming at first Dude. until these horned beasts. Dude, I heard Dwight Schrute yelling in there, I swear. <laughs> these horned beasts are fucking Dude. whipping the shit out of these people. Do you hear those whips? Yeah, are you, you not hear, entertained? You hear the impact. It does Dude, look like something no. out of the Coliseum. This guy is on... <laughs> one guy slipped in front of one Krampus. Guess what? Another Krampus came up from behind and kicked him in the ribs while he was down and then slapped him with a stick. And some guy trying to help that guy that fell got his ass whipped. Dude, you don't Twice. help. You run away. Luckily, our camera person is up in the second story or third story, Dude, it looks like. They're in the high hide from Jurassic Park uh, 2. <laughs> they're just in safety watching these oh. carnivores. <laughs> Most of the crowd had cleared by the end of it, but they're getting Dude. the bystanders, too. 
Oh my yeah. god. So from the comments, it sounds like this is fairly controversial and is sort of dying out. So this might be the last of it that we see. Oh dude, at the end did you hear that horn that like it's like calls back to Krampus's <laughs> calling back the <laughs> Call Krampus back like it's over. The purge is over, guys. Oh my god. Watch out for those Krampuses. Dude, imagine that just happened everywhere, dude. Like a certain daily year. All of a sudden you just heard a horn and like Krampuses were busting out of random crevices of the fucking earth. Like, oh my god, you're in Best Buy and one just pops out of a fucking giant subwoofer box. Like, how are you supposed to like get your laundry done when like you gotta run from a Krampus? Krampus is crawling out of the dryer at you, just try to whoop you, dude. It's like you immediately go back to playing tag. Holidays are great, dude, but there's definitely some negatives seriously so we'll be posting this funny clip up making your holiday if you didn't have a good christmas you can look forward to this funny clip on friday we'll be posting it up on our facebook page hell yeah we're about to get into some other fun holiday activities but before we do that here's a quick break hi do you like celebrities comedy and pop culture well, then I have the podcast for you. I'm Aaron Max, host of the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. Each week, we take comedians and improvisers and give them a celebrity to play, and I interview them. And guess what? Sometimes the comedians don't know who this celebrity is. And that's when the real fun comes in, and we learn a little something we didn't already know about these people. So go and check us out. We're on iTunes and all other podcast stores. We are Yes and I Am, and we will see you guys next time. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com, 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. And we're back. And it, man, what would the holidays be without talking about those magical feels of a movie? You know, you bundled up warm. I mean, if you're in the environment like me, you live in tropical paradise, but yeah, I wouldn't go in paradise. It gets some, it gets chilly. Some people get a white Christmas and they're cold and they're having the hot cocoa, enjoying a good old classic on TV, man. I know I know you enjoy the classics as well. Oh, we've, totally. Uh, man, we've been talking about the list. It's like half of the feeling of the season is like the shit that you watch. So we got a whole bunch of our favorite movies here that are all holiday related in some way. And we're going to break mm. it down category by category. First, starting with action. Hell yeah. 
Can't go wrong with some Batman Returns. Oh, dude. We're talking about Danny DeVito as Penguin. Yeah, directed by Tim Burton. Oh, I thought you wanted me to be Michelle Pfeiffer as fucking Catwoman. You, you can't go wrong with this. Michael Keaton, Batman. It's it's a great Christmas time action flick. Even if you're not a fan of like Batman itself, like you can tune into this movie and like How do you ride re- the Christmas as Batman's. What's that? How do you rank Keaton as a Batman? Where is he's he on a, your list? He's up there. He's not the best. He's better than Clooney. Yes, hundred <laughs> and Val Kilmer. I wasn't a Val Kilmer fan, honestly. Yeah, not as uh, yeah. Kilmer isn't as good. I I would say that's why I'm saying he's up there. I still like Christian Bale probably as mm. my favorite Batman. Me too. Me too, man. And I don't even put Ben on the on the charts for that one. He's, <laughs> oh man, poor Batman. It's a separate Black. category because he's always Daredevil in my mind. But yeah. <sighs> Batman Returns, awesome Christmas movie. Tim Burton, a non-animated Tim Burton film. It's Mm -hmm. fucking great. Can't go wrong. Yeah, it was Burton really cast in a dark shadow on a different experience than he's used to, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Keeping along, man, we're going to dig Ben Affleck out of that grave that we just put him in. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I really enjoyed him in Reindeer Games. He's good in, yeah, he's great in that. Dude, as far as like an action, like in Christmas, a lot of people want to go with like Die Hard, which, and then you can have that argument: is Die Hard a Christmas? You know, like I like Reindeer Games a lot. Um, ben Affleck, Gary Sinise, fucking amazing. Lieutenant Dan does a great job in this film, and it's just uh, it's an interesting story plot that, that really draws me in. A guy pretending to be somebody he's not, and then meeting people that obviously have met the guy and know he's not, and playing along with it, and. Reindeer games, baby. More, more of like, uh, w- like, will they find out? Will they catch him? Type of thing, which isn't necessarily what you'd expect for a Christmas type flick. Not at all, man. Yeah, and it's just it takes place during Christmas, really, which is fun, you know. And uh, so it gets it skirts by, you know, barely by its skin as a Christmas film, but uh, I love it. That's I really enjoy one. this one as an action. Yeah. Moving on, we're going to uh, some family kids films. This one is, you could also call it a classic, I guess, but to me, it's always like going to be a kid film because it's when I saw it, it's when I would always watch it uh, growing up during Christmas. Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the 1970 animated film. It's one of those claymated ones like the uh, Rudolph or fucking, was there Frosty was a different type of animation. This is that old school clay animation telling the story about how Saint Nick became Santa Claus. And I just always remember they had really good music in it. The uh, the storyline was cool because I was like, all right, they're, they're developing the character of Santa Claus. Who is Santa Claus as a mm. person? Where did he come from? What did he go through? Um, I, I always thought it was great. It was one of my, I remember it being one of my favorites out of all those animated films as a kid. That fits with those, like, uh, the the Rudolph and the um, Frosty one, right? That's, like, the same type same of, like, style, still frame. Yeah. yeah. Clay. Yeah, that's well, cool. Well, see, Frosty, I wouldn't say Frosty because Frosty was, like, full-on animated. I would say more Rudolph mm. and, like, Jack no, there's Frost. One, there's one, like, there's one exactly like Rudolph that's Frosty, too, before the I think I think it's Jack Frost. Is it? Oh, it could be. I, I No, I remember Frosty the Snowman, and I can't find it. I was looking for it the other day. Although this could be like that. Oh, you know what it is? Thing, thing going on in my mind. So you know Fro- what I mean? I think Frosty was the narrator in Rudolph, is what you're thinking. He was the one in between you're scenes You're fucking narrating. right, dude. You're fucking right. Yeah. Thank you. 
They ripped it's they ripped that off. But then his own movie was fully animated. Either way, yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. That's my pick for family kids. Uh, That's a good one, man. Film. That's a good one. Um for kids friendly, I mean this is like on the edge of it because it's got a lot of adult things that are undertoned. Home Alone 2. Oh my god, dude. One of my favorites. The reason I chose this one, I just feel like it has a little more close to home feeling being in New York, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it was very well written down to like everything, you know, like uh, the way that Kevin gets mixed up. Because I feel like that's the hardest story point to fucking do. Like how you like lose your kid. I was going to say, by the, second, by the second movie, the this kid should have been taken from them. Because like how they get Where a the third. Fuck is CPS in that universe. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Um, but it, it's pretty good. The ticket gets get mixed up by like the ambush of running into it, like a stewardess and shit. Like it's really cool. Um, the whole storyline, I can't help but love Joe Pesci being in it. Daniel Stern, I mean, is phenomenal as his companion in that. And I mean, Mac, I just love Macaulay Culkin he, <laughs> you know, from child to to who he is now. I mean, he was in so many good films. My Girl, Page Master, so right. many random little films that were pretty fucking good as a kid. And, uh, who doesn't want, who doesn't like that? You know, the as a kid, you, the story of like a kid uprising, you know, handling <laughs> business, going on an adventure by yourself in the big city. Can't go wrong there, especially at Christmas yeah. time. New York City at Christmas is always Dude. kind of iconic, especially as a like native-born New York stater. Mm, yeah, right. Yeah, always got to go see the tree and everything like that. Oh, so there, yeah. there's a lot of good scenes and shots in in that uh, home alone. Oh, yeah, it captures a lot of New York City and, and a gorgeous element as well. It's really a character of its own in, in that movie, which, you know, speaks to the, the writing and the way it was produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that movie's about, like, the power of Christmas, realistically. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, like, what, it, what it, all the undertones. All the magic. It's magical. So uh, next up is comedies. I am suggesting four Christmases. And I, I always love this movie just because of how like narcissistic the uh, the characters are. It's Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. They both have parents who are divorced, and my parents are divorced, so I always understood the sh- like struggle of oh having two houses or whatever. Um, so now like both of their parents are divorced, so and remarried, so they have four houses that they have to go to after their flight essentially gets canceled and they get put on blast. Uh, that you know now they're around to go home so they they go and visit like all four of their crazy families over the course of christmas as opposed to ditching out and going on vacation which is what they wanted to do (laughs) dude i love that film i watched it um this week and it's one of the films that's in rotation that it's all about figuring out when i'm gonna watch that at christmas time (laughs) you know it's one of those fucking amazing film one of my favorite scenes in it is when vince vaughn is holding a baby and it's like puked all over him and he's like i'm gonna puke i'm gonna puke i'm gonna puke oh, get it away from me i love or no she puked all over reese witherspoon yes actually. yeah yes yes yeah yeah <laughs> they're at, they're like at um, her helpful. mom's house which mm. is a cougar's den yep by the yeah. way he just keeps getting hit on by this fucking sisters and mom <laughs> yeah. oh dude yeah it's hilarious i hope uh, it's great it's a it's yeah. a great one now, uh, the one I'm going to be talking about, it's a, I, you know, not everybody's seen it. Jingle all the way, dude. Arnold shining during Christmas time. Shining bright. Non, he's not a killer. He's not a killer this time. That's just a dod. Dude, this is the movie of kill, of <laughs> killer, of uh, Arnold versus Sinbad, basically. Um, and all about just trying to get, you know, the gift for your kid to have the perfect Christmas and be your hero, the hero, you know? Right. 
Um, it's great a Turbo job. Man. You got to mention it. it's Turbo Man. I want a Turbo Man so bad as like a prop thing. Like I want like a legit Turbo Man. That'd be sweet, Matt. If, I know this episode comes out on Christmas, but if you dude. want a, a late gift for us, dude, dude, love a Turbo, Turbo. Man for Matt. Dude, tur- two Turbo Man. All right, let's let's be greedy. If we're gonna get one, you gotta get two. One great. for me, one for him. Just <laughs> cut it in half. <laughs> cut it in half. That's actually that'll work. Saws all <laughs> in half. You mail it to him. You mail me my half. It's like a best friend's bracelet kind of deal Merry that you're part Christmas. of. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, <laughs> Phil Hartman has a part in it. He's really good. He's like the guy that's like trying to move in on Arnold's wife. Oh, yeah. Arnold's busy he's, on his tasks trying to get the right, you know, gift for he's his He's a kid. creep in that movie. Creep as motherfucker. <laughs> um, Jim Belushi has an awesome part as like a mall Santa, a drunken mall Santa who's just an <laughs> ass. And uh, it's definitely another honorable mention. But overall, this is such a fun fucking movie. And, um, you know, I, I loved it as a kid. And I think I'll always have a, a spot for it in my heart. From that. Totally. Best scene it's, is when he becomes Turbo Man at the parade. Oh, dude. So I epic. think it was a parade, right? Yeah, it was the parade at the end. And uh, yeah, I don't remember how he becomes. He jacks like the costume from like the guy, right? He, like beats up a guy for it's it. It's like behind the scene, yeah, or behind the set or something. Yeah. He like grabs Give him the costume, though. <laughs> Fuck, man. Flying it's it's a classic, uh, just like the classics we're about to get into. Yeah, another section here. We're talking about classic movies. Can't go wrong with a Christmas story. This one has been. <sighs> Played in my house continuously for 24 hours on TBS because uh, my sister's godfather, Nick, he is obsessed with this movie, and and so I am obsessed with this movie. I could pretty much read you back the script if you wanted me to. Me too, dude. You'll shoot your eye out, kid, with all those rays from the TV from watching it on repeat. Little Ralphie. Dude, little Ralphie, dude. <laughs> Fucking, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. It's, uh, it's really a coming-of-age tale. I mean, if no one, if people haven't seen it, we're not going to shame you for not seeing it, but I suggest highly that you just watch the, A Christmas Story it's, this, this year. The film cemented itself as probably the number one Christmas film, I would say. Uh, 83, I think that came out, right? Which is um, crazy because it feels so much earlier. Yeah, I mean, that's because I think it depicts like someone it's 50s, in the, the or 40s, or 40s but it, yeah, right around that yeah. time. So it's definitely a simpler way of like looking at things. It was definitely like a glimpse into the past, sort of an mm. American graffiti at Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. Giving you a slice of life for this young boy named Ralphie in the, in the 40s. Storytelling elements, the narrative, everything delivers such a great story. It spawned the whole thing about sticking your tongue to a, uh, <laughs> oh, a cold pole do or it. whether or not it sticks. You double don't dog do dared him. Or do it and take a photo and send it to us. I mean, your choice. I've seen numerous <laughs> leg lamps displayed oh. in windows because of this movie. So like it's it's just you can't if someone says class give name a classic Christmas movie a Christmas story every every time hundred percent. I grew up in the same house, man. Like basically twenty four seven. Like that that movie's on on like Christmas Day. Like you know, like mm-hmm. if it's on before, like Christmas Eve, like it's yep. it's gonna be on a little bit at least. Like ah, oh, it's it's a cultural thing now. It's past. TBS does the twenty four hours of it on Christmas, so you can't go wrong. Just throw that. Can't go on. wrong. Yeah, yeah, I like how you did the network drop on that before. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> hey, I mean, I good on them for fucking doing it because it's, it's cool. I, I look forward to it. I'll probably chime into it. Watch. <laughs> I guarantee, yeah, I'm visiting my parents. I guarantee you it'll be on. Um, keeping up with the classics, man. One of my favorite movies of all time for Christmas, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Totally. Clark Griswold. How can you not see a bit of your dad <laughs> inside of Clark Griswold? 
you know he's everybody's he's america's dad and not even just america's i mean we had european vacation so yeah true dude i love this film so much it's so corny uh it's so beautiful at the same time and chevy chase obviously delivers so well along with beverly d'angelo i mean they're just they're the perfect parents perfect couple in that film like the way they play off each other just like vegas vacation is another another like a throw-in i was gonna say you've seen this family go on all these different misadventures it's it's awesome to see see him at the holidays (laughs) but uh chevy and and uh well it's still the griswolds like it's still the same family even Mm. if you know the daughter or son may look different Dude, but how could you not love it? All the moments that are amazing from, you know, the uh, the squirrel in the tree to the turkey moment where it's being cut open <laughs> and it's so dry that it's just like popping like. <laughs> I mean, the grandparents coming over and then, I mean, come on, cousin Randy, Uncle Randy. I mean, there you go. Dude, dude, such a classic. <laughs> Another one almost as important as Christmas uh, Christmas story, but. Not not exactly, I'd say. Not as classic, but still in the classics, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. So, moving on to our last one here before honorable mentions, we got Romance. Can't go wrong with Love Actually, produced in 2003, has, like, literally throw a rock and you'll hit one of the fucking celebrities that was in this movie. You got Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson. There's a lot of Rick from fucking uh, Walking Love Dead. Love Actually? Yeah. Love <sighs> I, you complete me. Like, there's so many uh, really good lines Carl, from this wrong movie. movie. <laughs> yep, wrong, wrong, wrong series, Rick. Wander back over there. So, <laughs> the, it's it's always been like the go-to romantic, like comedy movie to put on. I would say it's it's more on just like the romantic side and the fact that it like weaves in between all these different characters and sort of tells this novel uh, on Christmas about Christmas. The way mm. these different characters are there's a lot of those reveals where it's like oh i didn't realize this person was related to this person in that way and they hide it for most of the movie so the way it's done is really good there's a great soundtrack to this film as well so it's um if, if you're with your significant other and you want to put on something really romantic and holiday themed just fucking love mm-hmm. actual um no i haven't seen it but is it like a similar storyline like um is it set up story-wise like crash like how the stories intertwine yeah I, there's a there's another uh couple, crash I is mean, like the infamous example of that yeah, story that's that's probably the the best way to put it but there's been like a number of other films that kind of mimic the same idea uh, like mm. Valentine's Day, they did a similar thing where basically mm. it's following these characters, yeah, and they sort of their stories intertwine in some way. Like you don't realize by until the very end that like, oh my god, this character is actually the sister of this character we've been following. Mm. Yeah. So they they do a lot of that kind of stuff, and it's just it's got tons of uh, big name stars in it that were some were minor at the time, and some were a little bit bigger, you know. But it's it's yeah. a great holiday movie. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's definitely something I got to check out, man. I've I've always heard about it, it's and it's a good one, one of the ones that kind of like slipped by me that I never really sat down and checked out. It's never it's on one of the streaming devices, I you know, honestly, when I want to check it out. Yeah, I'm not sure. It may, it might be on Netflix this year, but I I haven't checked that to uh, to see. Yeah, I'll check it out. 
One I know is available, uh, I think, on Netflix right now, Just Friends. That's my pick. Uh, Brian Reynolds, I'm a big fan of, always have been uh, since he first started popping up in films. You know, Van Wilder is probably one of the earlier ones I can credit seeing him in. But uh, Amy Smart, great job in it. Uh, Anna Faris, Chris Klein from the American Pie series. Really good cast in this film. And um, just a fun, quirky, like... 90s feel movie but modernized for the early 2000s you know yep it's just it's a lot of fun um cheesy corny ryan reynolds in a fat suit ryan reynolds in an amazing fat suit that is not believable but you want to believe it like type deal and if i remember (laughs) it correctly this was like basically he grew up with like not being that attractive or being friend zone being heavier he was friend friend zone. zone and then he goes and like becomes like this chiseled ryan reynolds dude and comes back to his hometown hollywood agent i think so like something with like you know he was he had some swag when he came back home and uh, he was kind of a snobby asshole too but it's like that message of like not losing where you come from the overall movie you know like so like he comes home and he's like fuck it like uh i'm still me you know like i still love that girl like right blah 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 blah, like and uh kind of like losing you know everything that he took on losing sight of like who who he was yeah 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 no, which that's is, a, that's a good one good message and overall just funny 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 uh movie that you could watch with the girl you know um it's pretty good or a guy or hey or a guy hey we don't fucking discriminate here dude you snuggle, that's you snuggle whoever you want too. yeah no, that's probably <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know there might be a sex scene I don't remember the rating scene in that so that's, I was trying to think of the rating, but I think it's probably PG-13, so it's probably okay with family. There you go. Ryan Reynolds doesn't go full Deadpool in it, so. No. No dick swinging. <laughs> A couple of honorable mentions that we have to say here. Fucking Gremlins. Dude. Oh, <laughs> I love Gremlins. Gremlins 1 and 2. Gremlins 2 is special. Rick Baker took over the design, which me and you both have a love for American Werewolf in London. Oh, totally. So that's pretty cool. Um, and that's why you see like a difference. Gremlins 1, the Gremlins are all the same. Gremlins 2, you have Gremlins that are fucking personality wise. You know, one can talk. He's a he's smart and he's fucking suave. You have a One's a girl bitch. that's like a prostitute. <laughs> One's like a fucking crazy mohawk having motherfucker. And um, it's so home. it's so cheesy that it works. It's great. I don't remember if the second one's during Christmas. I don't think it is actually. The first one though is first Christmas, one, and it's the classic. It's the original start. You know, I mean, a Mogwai dude. How can you forget the introduction to that? Especially if you saw it as a kid. Like I can, I'm hearing the song right now. That the little thing like hums <laughs> like, you know, like, and uh, dude, don't don't feed it after midnight, dude, and definitely don't get it wet. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. That's a good one to throw on around this time if you want to spook yourself a little bit. We're uh, also having to mention Bad Santa. I mean, <sighs> Billy Bob Thornton does an amazing yeah. job in this. I like taters. <laughs> oh, wrong movie. Sorry. Uh, no, he, dude, he does a great job in that. Um, Bad Santa 2, not as good. Um, Bad Santa 1, really fucking classic. And uh, I, I always enjoyed that as an adult humor. And, like, with as much of a shit show as it is, like, the fact that, you know, it has Billy Bob Thornton, Bernie Mac, Lauren Graham, there's there's so many, like, big names in it, and the plot actually holds together pretty well, even though it just feels like something you pulled out of the garbage. Like, the entire feel of that movie just makes me feel dirty. I think that was the intention of the director. It absolutely was. I think he achieved what he wanted, because it is a (laughs) dirty, grimy film that you walk away just feeling dirty with. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, like take a shower. Uh, um, elf, a dude. big one. My sisters love this one. I'm not an elf diehard. Like he doesn't like people. Buddy. He's not a Buddy fan. I, I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm more a fan of Will Ferrell's other stuff. Yeah, I know. He, he can't help it when you see him, you know, I mean, Anchorman, Step Brothers, uh, fucking Talladega Nights. I mean, Ricky Bobby, come on. Uh, but Buddy the Elf holds a soft spot for me, like in my heart. Uh, I, I love that film. I remember seeing it the first time and just laughing and chuckling about it. Um, but very, very, very corny. So I see why you're like, eh, it's too over the top with some elements. I mean, I like Talladega Nights, but for some reason, like the character Not the same. of Not Buddy. The same. Yeah, it's like there's fire in that film. (laughs) Talladega Nights is like over the top Will Ferrell, but like Will Ferrell in Elf is like I don't know. It's it's a weird like immaturity thing or something. Man, if you're not first, you're last, baby. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Snow Day, dude. Our next mention. Now this is a fucking. This is on the line. It's it's kind of a Christmas movie. It's a Nickelodeon film. It's a winter movie, and every time, like, in the winter, this was, like, if there was a snow day and this was on, it was, like, oh, my God. You know, like, I would watch that shit. I it's another it. one of those where the plot takes place at, like, Christmas Eve. Dude, yeah, and they want, it's, the, they've got, like, um, they want the snow day, like, mm-hmm. to happen. And uh, the snowplow guy is, like, the main enemy of the whole <laughs> film, and they're just trying to battle him. To, well, I think like, the guy who stole their dog is, like, the main enemy of the film. Oh, yeah. But then, okay. like, but he was a side, like, issue. Yeah, you're right. Dude. The film ends with them, like, battling the snow guy and then reversing his work somehow <laughs> by going out and anti-plowing, basically, yep. and, like, putting the snow back on the roads. <laughs> Which is impossible. <laughs> Which is it's, not, impossible. it's not how those work. Silly kids. God but that, that's a great one to watch with your kids if you want to give them some, like, insight to and being a, uh, of the 90s or 80s generation. Being- a Nickelodeon kid. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick is kids. So <laughs> on to our next one. Very last one here. The ref. Uh, this is an older one featuring Dennis Leary. And I want to say fucking Kevin Spacey, where basically there's a family on Christmas who are like very dysfunctional and a burglar Kevin, or Dennis Leary breaks in to essentially rob them and has to then deal with this family who's just at mm. each other's throats already. It's it's a great one. I haven't watched it in a bit, but I remember it being really funny. Um, Dennis, I, I want to see Dennis Leary in more shit again. Because yeah. he, he was always really funny. He was really good, and it's like he's not in anything anymore. I um, loved him in Rescue Me, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to throw, you know, Edward Scissorhand, man. You know? Edward Scissorhand is a classic, and it's another one dodging the line. But you know, I I just want to throw it in there. Edward Scissorhand is a classic Christmas movie. Yeah, there's uh, it, it definitely has that Christmas feel to it. Again, Tim Burton, dude. So Johnny, exactly. Johnny Depp and the bully from the '80s, uh, the Bre- uh, Breakfast Club. I can't remember that guy's name. That blonde dude who's a bully in like every movie from. I know like, you're talking about. I don't know his name. '92, like, dude. He fucked up so many dudes and fucked so many chicks. It's insane. <laughs> I think it's also worth mentioning Nightmare Before Christmas. If we're, if oh, we're dude, good call. Good fucking call if we're going to go Tim Burton Alley. Um, we mentioned it's more of a Halloween film than a Christmas film, probably. Is it though? Because the, the the fucking moral of the story is falls more on Christmas. True. Trying so to bring it's Christmas a hard bargain. Halloween. I've heard that argument a lot, and I always side on the side that the, the overall theme of the movie is a good fucking Christmas theme. I just say watch um, it at both holidays. Dude. How universal is that? It's amazing. The only film I think you can pull on both. It's true. Really? I, I'm just waiting for the uh, St. Patrick's Day and, and uh, Thanksgiving crossover movie. 
Fucking leprechaun comes to Thanksgiving dinner, dude. There we go. <laughs> it's going to happen, and they better bring iced tea back. So, yeah, uh, many, are you talking like the rapper iced tea? You didn't see, dude, iced tea was in Leprechaun Goes to the Hood. Oh, that's that right. Was, that was amazing, dude. Oh, we're going kid, to horror was, for this. I see. That taught me so much as a kid. That, <laughs> I owe that a lot. I, I prefer my iced tea with ice cubes. So, okay. Dude. Before we get into our last nice segment collab. here, <laughs> we are uh, going to take a little break. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hoppa. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com, Twitter, at... The Harper guys. So, or shoot it. What? That, that, mama. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. And we are back. We're going to play a little holiday game here. This is a new one for you. Uh, off top of our heads, it's called Santa or Satan. Nice, man. How the fuck do we play Santa or Satan? All right, so uh, the the rules of this game, I'm going to give you a couple of quotes here. And uh, as you... Wait. Huh? What? Hold on. I think someone's in my house. F- hold on. All right. We'll, we'll, cut we'll cut this. We'll start over. Instagram live, what up? Should I get it out? You get the raw feed. Nobody else wants to see. Oh man, what's everybody doing out there tonight? Probably Jesse's girlfriend coming home. What is this girl doing? Hopefully everybody's enjoying the show so far. Sorry to uh, have an interruption. These things will happen. Hello? Hey! Hello? 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 Put those on! Put those on! Is this Um, a Nest Cam? No, this isn't a Nest Cam. Who the the fuck are you, dude? Fuck. I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Santa Claus. 
You're not are. Santa Claus, and by the way, you're on American Slacker podcast. Uh, you're live across. I better conceal my identity yeah, then. You're, <laughs> you're going global right now. All right. And, uh, global? Who the I'm fuck are you, global, where, motherfucker. Where you're talking to Santa. You're the not, OG. You're not, all right. Where's Jesse? He's, uh, he's not taking a nap. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, Jesse better be all right. And you're not Santa, dude. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm Santa Claus. I'm here to, uh, you know, uh, repo some of the naughty gifts. That's what you're doing. You're not stealing Jesse's laptop. You're repoing it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a repo. That's, uh, that's how it goes. You know, one year you're on the nice list. The next year you're pushing old ladies over like this motherfucker. And we come to take <laughs> your laptop. He's never told me about pushing old ladies over. Uh, this is very odd. Uh, I'm still having a hard time believing you're Santa. Um, I just, uh, if you're, well, who, what's my friend's last name? Like, wh- who, how do you know where you are if he's on the naughty list? Because you're uh, saying yeah. he's on the naughty list, right? You're saying you're repoing his shit. Yeah. What's his name? What's his name? His name? His full name. You need his full, hold on, let me check. I got my sack over here. What? what? You're going to you're gonna look for the list? This one's That's his, not right? a list. The one with the stupid sticker on the back. <laughs> that's not right? a list. That's Jesse's wallet. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse Landers. Dude. Right here, organ donor. Oh, my God. He's stupid for donating his organs. But, dude, that's that's his wallet. It's not the list. You've stolen his wallet. You don't even know where you are. You are just Well, that's how thief. you confirm that he's on the list. You got to make sure you got the right dude. You're not going to go repo in a nice person stuff. I <laughs> I don't think he's on the naughty list. I think you're just a thief, dude. I'm a little concerned right now. I think I'm talking to a thief pulling a beanie in the middle of our show. Well, you know what? I think uh, I recognize you, too. You uh, you probably made the naughty list as well. I'm coming to your house what? next, motherfucker. You stay away from me, fake Santa. I'm coming for your shit. You don't you come anywhere nice... near me. What is that? A guitar in the back? Get out. Do you worry about it? With... Dude, don't you I worry about a... I see a mask. That don't looks you worry about... pretty I'm killing... expensive. Don't worry about what I have behind me, bad side. You stay away from me or I home alone your ass. Oh, you think you're the first Kevin McAllister I've put in the dirt? I'm packing, Dude, motherfucker. I don't I don't want to hear about your body count with children. What are you packing? Candy canes. You're sharpen the shit out of them. Candy cane shanks. I, I'm still going to need more proof that you're fucking Santa because I still don't believe it. You need proof? I, oh, 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 I got proof for you. What about this? You ever seen one like this before? This is a. I've seen that. Uh, this is an elf totem. That's not an elf totem. Straight out of the it's North. Pole. skull. You brought that back from fucking Mexico. I got a ma- I got a match one right here, dude. You're a fucking liar, some- dude. Either way, it's going in- back in the sack, dude. Don't put that. You put that back on the desk that you got it from. You fucking thief, dude. It's you too were- late. It's in the sack, dude. You better calm down, man. <sighs> What's the weirdest thing you got in that fucking sack? That looks like it's got all kinds of things in it. Oh, I got some. I got some really weird shit in here. Oh, 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 oh. let me see. I got a. I <laughs> one of these. What the fuck? You got a mini accordion? Why? I think I, I think it's called the concertina. Oh. To his research. What? Why do you have that thing? Well, you know, it gets it gets lonely out there on the sled. There's not much to do. I uh gotta gotta turn myself some way. Cruising. 
some guy in, in Illinois. I, uh, so you're cruising uh, late at night on the sled. You're not even driving and you're fucking playing that. That's what I would hear. I would just look above my house and I'd hear that horrible fucking accordion like thing. And, and then damn I'm right. I, I, learned how, I learned how to play most of Lady Gaga's discography. That's unnecessary. And it oh, probably oh, sounds oh. even worse through that oh, thing. Oh, you'd be surprised. I, uh, yeah, that's how I, how I keep myself going here during autopilot. By the way, Elon fucking Musk, I invented. Thanks for stealing that shit. We had the elves working on it for decades. They only have a lifespan of three years. You know what that costs in R&D? Oh, man. So you're saying Elon Musk is copycatting your idea of autopilot. Oh, you, you, you're he's, saying been you... stealing, he's been stealing from me for... As long as I can remember. Are you He's saying Tesla is Elden engineering and that's why the Cybertruck looks like a complete ridiculous mess? That was designed in 1980 by our elves. That's crazy. That explains a lot, though. That does explain does. a lot. So now I'm, I'm being a little more convinced that you might be Santa. I'm not convinced 100%. I'm just saying. Well, I could convince you like I convinced the elves. They don't have a lifespan of three years when I get angry, I'll tell you that. Oh my god, so you're saying they live to three years, but they don't, if you're in a bad mood? You know how long it takes to choke an elf? How <laughs> long? I do. I'm not telling you. I don't know, I'm just, I'm asking how long. You'll, you'll never find out. You're not gonna tell me how long it takes to choke an elf, and I don't even know, are we talking until they black out, or are we talking until you murder an elf? Because I don't you're even know. find out the hard way. <laughs> Stay away from me, fake Santa, dude. I again, I will fucking set chats. Jesus, dude. It's illegal. Keep this to interview. I'm gonna get some content out of you. What? Why don't you tell me who's the most surprising person on the nice list? D Dead would be Charles Manson. Manson. He was on the nice list for for a bit until he kicked the bucket. What? He's fucking rotten somewhere now. What? Manson made list. He's a he is an evil bastard involved in a lot of murders, dude. He was involved, but he never had blood on his hands, and I'm gonna stand by that till the day I die. <laughs> I guess you're right on that. Um, you ever listen to his music? I have. It's yeah, I have. I've it's not bad. Of, I mean, there's a song or two that aren't actually that bad. So I can't playlist. It's on my Christmas playlist. God. Jeez, I don't know if it's Christmas music. That's a little bit much. Uh, is there anybody living on the nice list that might be surprising the people out there? Oh, 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 oh you like this one. Uh, OJ. Orenthal James Simpson. What? OJ made it yeah. on the on the nice list. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I think he had good lawyers. <laughs> I, um, I believe it. I believe that, man. Um. That makes sense. I, I guess, you know, good lawyers could potentially argue your way onto the nice list. Well, and the, and the elves are Bills fans. That's one thing people don't get. So the elves have sway on the list? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, I thought you, the song goes that he's checking his list twice, like making sure you're, you're if you're naughty or nice. Like, I mean, I thought you were the, the sole creator of the list. I mean, are you saying that the elves have more power than you? Uh, you take all of your advice from fucking songs? That's not like that's not how it works, man. I get the list, I check it. The elves have their own departments set up for 
research as to who has been good, who has been bad. They wager it against a ratio that's been figured out for the year ahead of time. All right, man. I didn't, I didn't mean to touch this horse spot. Um, I was just curious. Uh, let's talk about something pleasant. Like, how, how is Mrs. Claus? How is she doing? And how is love life at the North Pole? Well, if you want pleasant, you should steer away from that bitch. Oh, wow, dude. That's harsh words from from like such a epic family. I mean, you guys are a legendary couple among the culture here in America, at least. I mean, what's going on? Maybe a name, but I haven't talked to her in like over a year. She left me, unfortunately, for Jeff Bridges. Oh, dude, Jeff Bridges. I can't help but say there is a little bit of similarities in the way you guys are looking, especially in his age. Uh, You better fucking prepare yourself, motherfucker. I'm coming for you next with talk like that. Stay the fuck where you are, bad Santa. You're a no-good fake Santa, all right? Listen, Bridges took her to Waikiki, and I haven't heard from her in a year. All right, now I'm feeling bad about calling you all those names. You know, that's a sad subject. I'm I'm sorry you're going through that, uh, Chris, and that it's it's tough, man. I mean, just Bridges is... cold sleeping alone in the North Pole. Dude, ooh, I don't know, man. Oh, Jeff Bridges, that's rough. I, I'm i sorry. I feel like I've kind of like instigated a scenario here after not knowing the prelims, and uh, well, I, I just feel sorry, Santa. I mean, maybe you are the real Santa, and I'm just kind of being a dick. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the case, but uh, I'm, I'm starting to hear some reindeer sirens in the background here. Um that, that's uh, my cue to uh, wrap this up. Reindeer sirens? Is that is that a new thing? Uh, it's less of an anti-theft and more of a criminal warning device. Oh, okay, okay. It's letting you know the bad guys are on. Um, all right, Santa. Um, any any plugs you want to throw out there, real quick? Um, before you peace out, I guess. Uh, if, if you want, you can follow me over at uh, Andy Sandberg on Twitter. Uh, that, I know a guy that. Sounds familiar. Like, that's don't worry lie. about it. It's a lie. Get him at like the real Chris Kringle or the real Santa on everything or something like that. You can get Jesse Landers the Plane on everything. Me, MWG Media on Instagram. Maddie G from HP on everything else. Uh, yeah, we love everybody for tuning in. Sorry that this clown showed up. I don't know. Um, that's it. Merry Christmas. Ho ho ho. We're smoking the We passing the Mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America, America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip, you falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America.
with Second, Second America. America.